Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Love of Purple podcast. We are on episode two on our six-week people-pleasing, the people-pleasing authentically unleashed. Hey, Nicole, thanks for being back here with us. Thanks, Krista. I'm so excited. And I'm excited because last week we got to talk about cracking the code of approval addiction. Um, What is people-pleasing? Talking about signs, symptoms, behaviors, etc. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, go back. Um, And this week, we were talking about all things self awareness, um, inside out becoming self aware as fuck. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I know it's so it's, you know what, it's funny, because last week, yeah, we talked about the signs, symptoms, all that kind of stuff. And it kind of goes in hand in hand with today about becoming self aware of that awareness um, I want you to touch on how you use called the observation phase, which I freaking love, mm-hmm. um, but with zero judgment. And yes. I just got off a coaching call this morning um, with one of my clients. And we were talking about that, you know, just, just being aware is half of the battle. Yes. The huge part comes in with work and making the changes and blah, blah, blah. You know, I always joke about that, like half points for awareness, <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes it's like, even becoming aware is like the such a mind-blowing moment so many times for us when we go whoa oh my gosh I guess I'm sitting in people pleasing or I didn't even realize I was doing that it's that boom and then you can go okay now how do I move forward right so absolutely yeah so that's today's episode you guys we're just going to be talking about um the awareness the cost the cost that it might have on you for being a people pleaser Mm -hmm. I love when you say that I I, since the day we began chatting you had said those words the cost of people pleasing and I was just Mm -hmm. like holy crap like there is such a cost although people pleasing is can absolutely be a beautiful thing and like we said in episode one Mm -hmm. we don't want you to stop people pleasing but people please your people it's discussing where we're putting your energy where when it's wrong you know right or wrong maybe that's the the wrong way to put it but it's it's just about making sure that you're putting your energy with the people who value and appreciate you so there is a huge cost of people pleasing on your mental and your emotional health um you're ignoring your own needs your own well-being and i'm just it everyone's experience is different um but that's the biggest observation is holy crap i'm not taking care of me i'm taking care of others and what does that experience look for you? And for me, I have two words, defeating and confusing. Mm. When I was in my observation phase that I was a people pleaser, I became self-aware. You're like, it's like a outer body experience. It really does hit you like a brick. I'm like, this is defeating. I'm feeling so many emotions, but I'm so confused. I was like, I don't know what relationships are supposed to to look like and feel mm. like if I'm not the one that's constantly showing up. Mm. Very difficult. And I mean, I'm not making it sound very appealing, but I'm telling you that the work of this is incredibly beneficial for you, but it's it's going to come with a lot of hard work and a lot of emotions. No, and I love that you said that because <laughs> it's, it's true. And I think people think anything, it, it is work. And Mm -hmm. we want easy in this life. Everyone does. We're looking for that pill to swallow that please make my life easier in Mm -hmm. every area of our life. 
mm-hmm. remember being in the fitness industry, right? And it was like, people just please tell me what to eat. Please tell me what to eat. And you know it, like you've been in it too. And it's like, there, it just, there's no one size fits all. No. There's what works for you. And I like the part that you say confusing mm-hmm. because as we gain clarity around who we are and our self-awareness and what we value and our authentic, we, who we are at the core, we feel less confused mm-hmm. because we're confused trying to meet everyone else's needs. That's exactly right? it. I we're couldn't con- have said it better. We're confused going, what does Susie want? What does Jim want? And what does Sally want? And what do- are we doing every, and so we're like, ah, what is it that Krista even wants? And that's the hardest question you're ever going to ask yourself. And that is the work. It is the yep. work. And it, there is no easy, and it's not an overnight thing. I will say what does happen in a flash and can happen in a split second instant is the awareness. Mm-hmm. Right. That yes. is what happens in like, whoa, whoa. I just said yes to something I do not want to do. Whoa. Then the work comes into going, okay, I got to set up boundaries. Okay. I need to start speaking up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Right. The awareness can happen in an instant. It's the stuff behind it, behind that awareness that takes a little bit of, uh, takes a little bit of work, but worth every single worth every single blood, sweat, and tear. Oh, is it ever? And I think that like, and again, we're going to touch on a lot of things in this series and we've touched on some things already. Um, and we've talked about how people pleasing never ends. Mm -hmm. You just have to adjust and you have to do the hard work, but also then come up with those tools. What -hmm. are the tools that are going to help support you when you get hit with that self-awareness? Because Mm -hmm. I think if you're somebody that doesn't really understand what people pleasing is, but you're hundred percent people pleasing and you're listening and you're going, Oh my gosh, maybe this is me. You're going to get hit real hard with that. Mm-hmm. But then along your journey, it's not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get hit with the, Oh my goodness. I just said yes to something I don't really want to do. How do I, how do I navigate through this now? And that's where your self-awareness tools and all of these practices that you implement that work for you in your life, to build that relationship with yourself and that intuition and that self-trust trust come in, mm-hmm. then you can kind of backpedal or figure out the best way to navigate the next situation. Yeah. I think um, one of the things I'm going to touch on a couple things here and then uh, you'll, I know as you do, you will roll with it on your own personal experiences, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that came up for me when we were, we wrote out our topics on what we wanted to cover was this awareness one and kind of the cost of people pleasing. And mm-hmm. I want to touch on some of the things that I have feel that affected my own personal life, because I think that will help you guys as you're listening to this go, oh yeah, that's me. And the cost of people pleasing. And as you said, Nicole, earlier that, and we're going to touch on that every single time is that you know, my son just said, mom, what's your podcast on today? And I said, oh, it's on the cost of people pleasing, like the bad, you know, the kind of the, the, I guess the unhealthy things that kind of can come up with it. And he's like, is there healthy? <laughs> and I'm like, there is. And here is what it is. Like there it's bad. People pleasing isn't all bad. As you yeah. say, Nicole, it's like, you please who you want to please your people, mm-hmm. because we all have it within us. We all have pleasing in us. We all want that good job, you know? And so it's just a matter of, are we neglecting ourselves in, mm-hmm. in the yeah. doing it? So one of the things that came up for me was the cost of my people pleasing patterns was the, I wrote them all down here, but is stress and anxiety massively because cool. just the fear of rejection, the fear of disappointing others, the overwhelming drain 
that I would feel of making sure everybody else was happy led to a lot of actually gut issues within myself mm-hmm. and the physical symptom of my gut always being upset because that's where I carried it. I mean, our gut and our brain are connected. Go look into that scientifically if you're not aware of that, but they're true. They are connected. So whenever I would live in that state and it still happens to this day, that'll be my, but now I just catch it so quick. I'm like, my stomach's upset. What is going on? It is not the poutine I just ate. It is something else. (laughs) I'm like, where am I living out of alignment? Where am I? I feel stress. I feel anxiety. So that was a huge one huge one for me living in, yeah. in people pleasing pattern. I think I relate with you huge on that <laughs> as well, because it was just like, just generalized anxiety. Yeah. 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 In the, in the people I surrounded myself with in the places I visited. And I was like, Oh, I can't go here because I feel so much anxiety. I feel anxiety. And it was always, that was my excuse. I can't go to the grocery store because of my anxiety. And I'm not dismissing anxiety by any means. Absolutely not would I do that. Uh, but for me and my experience since becoming so aware of what's really going on, my anxiety is at an all time low. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm, I've been able to recognize and witness that that gut feeling that stomach. It's like, no, it's not the poutine or the burger you ate. That was delicious. It's actually like, where are you right now? Mm-hmm. What are you participating in that? You like, you don't want to be participating in this and you're mm-hmm. doing it anyways, which is making you uncomfortable while you're making everyone else comfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I love that. Um, another one for me was um, obviously as you do this awareness work, um, mm-hmm we become more aware of who we are, but the, the lack of authenticity of who I was Mm. and you're always in there. You're always in there. You're not broken. You're not lost. You're always in there. What happens with people pleasing is that we've just created, um, patterns and unhealthy habits throughout our life. As we talked about in episode one, that Mm. we lose part of ourselves. We're just like, where are we? I know we're in there. It's, you know, we're just fighting through this forest. And Mm. so that was one thing that, you know, it's like, I felt this loss of authenticity, but I actually didn't even know if I knew who I was until I started to do the work. So oh. I truly, truly was. So mm-hmm. I, I say loss of that, but I'm like, I don't actually know. And then when I do more, I'm like, oh no, that I, I, I that's who Krista is. When I was 12, yeah. I remember feeling like that. Or when I was 21 and I said that, that's who I was, you know, that's who I am. Or when I finally did stand up when I was 25, that's who I am or spoke up right. or whatever it was. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. And I'm sitting here like listening to you reflecting on my own personal stories Mm. of the questioning and the decision-making. Like you don't have any of that. You question all of the things that you're doing. You cannot make a decision on your own. And I touched on that last week with like, what are we wearing when we go out for dinner, ladies? Mm. Who cares? I'm going to wear what I want. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just that. It was, what do you think I should do? And telling people things before they were happening, almost so I could gain Phrase mm. for going in a direction that I think everyone else wants me to be in. Mm. I think that person would be would be happy that I'm doing this, maybe because they had mentioned something prior, bef- like you know, in a conversation. But like, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing so that I can get a little bit of validation and praise for my next big steps. Absolutely, I have that one in there. Lack of self esteem, and that was yep. looking for <laughs> relying heavily on the external validation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. One I really wanted to touch on today, and I'm, it's very big in my business, um, is the relationship you have with yourself. That was 
the biggest, mm. like mind blowing observation, self-awareness kick in the face for me was that there was no relationship with myself. Mm. There was no self-trust. There was no self-worth, confidence, nothing. There was nothing. I was just a shell of a human walking around taking care of everyone else. Right. And I feel, I feel like a lot of us people pleasers, we struggle with that. Maybe some, some individuals listening right now don't understand, like they're not there yet to understand that like, holy crap, that's actually what's happening. Um, we'll blame it on other things. It's my career. It's my stress. I'm just busy. I, I don't have time to take care of myself. I don't have time to do the things that I want. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's that you're prioritizing other things right now. Right. And not having self-trust is a very defeating, unsettling, kind of yucky feeling. Um, and it ties into everything we're talking about right now. And it affects almost everything you do, having no self-trust. And so that was a big one for me in the self-awareness observation phase was, who is Nicole? How does she show up? Mm-hmm. Identifying characteristics, morals, values. It's almost like I had to Google what's a good person. I was, I was right. acting as such, but my own intuition, my own personality, it did not show who I am right now mm-hmm. a few years ago because I was so engulfed in this people pleasing. Okay. I want to circle back real quick because this relationship with self, I love it. You had no self-trust mm-hmm. and for people listening, how do I gain that? How do I start gaining that? If I've always looked for it in other people, which have continually let me down, or they've temporarily hit me with something I can trust, and then they do something, and then it releases it. Because I this, I couldn't agree with you more, because we are ultimately the only person, if you have a higher power, God for me is trust. But looking to other people isn't where you're going to get that. No. So how do you build that self-trust up within yourself if you've always looked for it in other people? Yeah, that's a really good one. <laughs> so really I know, and I know this is work that I've done, like, and this yeah. is what I will help my clients do as well. And it's, mm. and I know people out there are going, well, how, where do I even begin? Like, how Let's does that, start. what do you mean? Like, yep. how do I build that self-trust or self-esteem or self-confidence is another yes. way that you can say it, confidence within yourself. Totally. I love that. I love that question. And oh, I want to articulate it in a way that is almost mind blowing, but it's going to sound so simple. And it, it just, it's just being with yourself. It's just being with yourself, looking at yourself, showing up for yourself, saying you're going to do something and continuing to keep the promise to yourself. That's the one it's right there. Getting, getting hurt by someone and feeling the shit, feel it, sit in it, let it feel disappointing. Feel all of the emotions that come to it. And then you decide what's going to go, like how you're going to deal with it going forward, right? It's just being simply with yourself. Trusting yourself, follow through with what you say you're going to do. And mm-hmm. I talk about this a lot with, with mine as part of the breaking the pattern, becoming aware of where is it in myself that I'm relying on everybody else to make me happy, to follow through with things, whatever it may be in business and personal. And you said it. And if you say you're going to drink, a glass of water every single morning when you get up because it's good for you, it gets you then do it. If yeah. you say you're going to go for a walk outside. So this is why then do it. This yep. is where it's very, very important to become aware. We're going to use that word 7,000 times in this episode. You're welcome. 
<laughs> to become really aware of what you t- say to yourself and what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And if you say you're going to go, I'm going to go run a marathon today. Are you <laughs> like really be aware of what you're going to do? Or I'm only going to eat lettuce today. And that's it. Yep. Are you? Because every time you don't follow through and you you let yourself down a little bit, you're depleting that love tank. You're depleting that trust tank, I should say. Mm-hmm. And so, right. And then you start to go, well, I don't trust myself because I've said that before and I never followed through. Start small. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do five gratitudes this morning. Then do the five gratitudes. I'm going to have a bath tonight and wind down before bed. I'm going to go to bed 15 minutes earlier. Then do it. Start small and be with yourself. As you say, I love it. Be with yourself. Absolutely. And start to trust yourself. When you say you're going to do something, do it. And I love start that. Small. And I was just going to say, I love that you said start small, because I think that we all come to self, you know, development and growth with these big, mm-hmm. I mean, it can Always. happen in fitness. It can happen in totally. dieting. It can happen in, Always. you know, finances. We have yep. these huge goals. It's like, oh man, you got to take a step back. Mm-hmm. We got to take a step back. And I love what you said, because if everyone else around you is disappointing you, why are you adding yourself to the list? Mm -hmm. And if you continue to make promises to yourself, even just your word, let's, let's let's cut out the word promise because I'm a big promise person. And when someone promises me something and they break it, that's it. I don't, Mm -hmm. mm, not happy, but your word, that's integrity. Your word Mm -hmm. towards yourself is so important. Make it important Mm -hmm. because if you don't and you keep breaking your word you're just providing yourself with more evidence Mm -hmm. that it's okay to disrespect you it's okay to disappoint disappoint you if you're disappointing you you're just teaching everybody else that they i was gonna say and then what are you attracting exactly people see it and they're like eh, she don't care another thing no the other thing another one that i wrote down was when we live in people pleasing When we live in that mode, become aware of opportunities that you've missed. Missed opportunities was a big one for me. And I remember one specifically, and it was, this was years ago down in California. And I was at, it was a health and fitness because I was in the fitness industry. I was a bootcamp owner at that time. I don't think I owned my own bootcamp. I was just working for uh, another lady. And we went down there. I was invited to go down there with her. And she goes, everybody's going out tonight. We're all going to get to know each other, a bunch of personal trainers and blah, blah, blah. Well, I was scared that I was too fat. And so I didn't go out and I stayed in the hotel room by myself Mm -hmm. and I stayed in the hotel room and I ordered a glass of wine and I ordered a burger and fries because that Mm -hmm. just like, that was evidence that I was too fat because of unhealthy food and drinking that I was doing. And she left and she's like, okay, well, I'm going out. And I remember the other person that she was with was like, okay, well, you're missing out on an opportunity of getting to know people and possibly building a business and blah, blah, blah. And I just went on and on and I'm like, whatever. And I can look back to that day. And there's been many opportunities since then that I've done the same thing, not for that very reason, but for different things where I was like, huh, I was so scared of what people are going to think that I didn't jump on that. Yeah. I let that pass me by or I was scared, or I didn't start that business, or I didn't do this, or I didn't do this, or I didn't go to that party or whatever it is that you guys are have playing in your own head. You know, exactly something that pops up for you is like, it's an opportunity that was missed that, and you know, and I'm a firm believer that everything does work out the way it is and that opportunities come and go. And I'm a firm believer they will come back and there will be other ones. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm also a firm believer that a lot of my own people pleasing and scared of what other people thought kept me from taking a lot of things that I could have run with at the time or yeah. continue to. And even now it's becoming aware of that of like, am I not doing this because I'm scared of what other people are going to think? It's just a thought that comes in. And so that's what I want you guys to take is like, are you not doing something or doing something, um, an opportunity of some sort for the fear of X, Y, Z. Right. Right. And I, I love that you had said that's the thought that comes in that I asked myself the question, am I not doing this because of other people? That's the kind of tools you build with yourself. Right. right? And then you ask that question, which that question 90% of the time will lead you to taking up an opportunity because you're going to recognize, oh shit. Yeah. I'm just doing this because I'm scared, which is okay. Or, and being scared is one thing, but being fearful or scared because of what other people are going to think. No, that's not where yeah, no, that's not no. how we want to lead, right? No. And so when we talk about like when we when we're talking about like this episode specifically is becoming aware and observing these things that I'm telling you or that you know we're kind of riffing on here is ways to become aware. Um, another one is indecisiveness. Mm-hmm. When I sit in indecisiveness, I it's nine times out of ten I'm sitting in the people pleasing pattern. I'm scared. Yeah. I can't make a decision. I'm sitting on the fence because what will they think and then what will they think? Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So that's a great way for me to become aware. Yeah. Yeah. Is, and is, sorry, Krista, where did it start? Like what, what, when you have these thoughts that just come mm-hmm. up in your, in your mind now, like it's the same as me, it's automatic, right? It's something yeah, that just yeah. happens. Um, it's, it's a habit now. Um, where, what was a practice that you utilized um, in the very, very beginning stages of, you know, exiting this cycle of people pleasing. What was a what was a practice that you utilized um, in situations in situations like this? I think um, well, I'll see if I answer this you know correctly. But the for the awareness part is that what you're asking? Like, how did I become yes. aware? Okay, it would definitely be through conversations like this. It was through right. listening. It was through hiring a, my own coach. It was through listening to people pleasing podcasts or different coaches where we would have this conversation and someone would go, um, well, you know, when you're sitting in indecisiveness, when you're sitting on the fence, do you think it's because you're cared, you'd care too much what everyone else is going to think around you. If you make that decision, like one way or the other. And I'm like, Oh shit. I never thought about it like that. No, that's literally how it happened for me yeah, because no, I didn't, I've... I couldn't see it. I, I was, mm-hmm. I was so in it and been doing it for so long, whatever that was that I, I, I couldn't see it or my stress, my stomach, mm-hmm. that might be something that, you know, uh, I can remember one coach going, well, like, are you, are you scared if you start this business or if you write this book or da, 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 whatever it is that, you know, that might offend somebody, are you too scared what other people are going to think about it? And I'm like, I never correlated that my store stomach could be to that. Like I, yeah. it, there was no, it's not until you can't unknow what you know. And so somebody listening to this right now, I guarantee it is going to be like, oh, yeah. So didn't know that. That's all self-awareness is. Absolutely. Right? Would you agree? Absolutely. And then you start seeing, now it's so habitual. I can't un-become aware of things (laughs) that I hear. I'm like, "Ah, I don't like, and I, you know, sometimes it's a curse almost. It's like, oh my God, does every day have to be a learning day? Out there, You know, like it's, it's literally like everything's a learning thing because it does become habitual. Because every yeah, day is absolutely. life learning mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it, it does sometimes become, I love that you said it's like a little bit overwhelming. You're just like, oh my goodness, every day is a lesson. Every day is something new. When does it stop? Absolutely. And so, I mean, that, you know, how would you say, how would you say for you? Um, Because now it is, it's so natural. I'm like, I have to go back and go, how did I first start learning? And it was people bringing it up. And that's again, why it is one of my favorite things when clients will go, Oh, wow. Didn't even know that. I'm like, I know. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. I think, um, and we've, we've discussed this before too. I had said that, you know, when this all kind of happened for me, when I kind of got hit with the brick of people pleasing, I didn't, I financially wasn't in a space where I was able to utilize other supports. So, um, open and honest, I utilize TikTok as much as I possibly could. Mm Um, and there is a few books that I utilize as well. And I, I, I say that they called me out on my shit. Yep. yep. Um, one in specific is the the mountain is you by Brianna oh. uh, West. What Weist? So good. I might be saying that wrong. I have read that book two years ago. I read it and I read it almost every six months. And every single time I read Love that it. book, there is something different, and it calls you out on your shit. And I love that book. So I highly recommend it um, to everyone, literally, whether you're a people pleaser or not, I recommend it. It's just an incredible book. Um, Journaling. Mm. Mm. Very basic. Again, a lot of this stuff can be very basic, but it's the doing. Mm -hmm. You have to do it. Mm -hmm. And I found a lot of my self-awareness in my own emotions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, writing down how I was feeling about a certain situation as a people pleaser, and I was chronic. Uh, I almost didn't give myself permission to feel certain things. You know, if someone hurt me or disappointed me, I'd make an excuse for that person. And I would almost validate because I was so emotionally aware. Um, and and so I was just that person that did, like that showed up for other people that I just would be like, well, I know that they did this because of this. And I know that they're going through a lot right now. And so, you know, there's that forgiveness piece just offered on a silver platter regardless and completely neglecting how I felt. So I found journaling and that emotion attached to it. I wrote how I felt so authentically. Mm. Like if you hurt my feelings, dude, I'm telling you right now, that shit was written down. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell myself and a lot of my clients, they're like, I, I can't write in my journal because somebody might see it. I had the same fear. I had the same fear. First of all, if someone's looking at your journal, that's so disrespectful. It's just like that. Secondly, I had to tell myself I'm writing this down for no one but myself. I'm doing this for no one but myself. And I wrote unfiltered things. And it wasn't always nasty stuff. I'm making it seem so dramatic. Um, some things were really incredibly beautiful that I was feeling that I'd never allowed myself to feel such happiness when things Mm. were coming up for me where I wasn't, you know, I'd be like, Oh, I really loved going for a little walk today. And my feet were grounded on the rocks and the earth. Mm And to some people be like, you're just a freaking weirdo. But to me, I was like, I was able to write that down and then feel that and Mm. give myself acceptance and permission. Um, So yeah, it started with some journaling. Journaling, I love that you say that because journaling is such a beautiful way to see patterns in our own self. Yes. And like you said, if you're writing down these emotions and how you're feeling about certain things or about a person that did this or da da da, da and you keep seeing that over and over and over again in your journal, mm-hmm. if you go back mm-hmm. and read that, it's like, okay, 
I got to take a look at this. <laughs> That's a great self-awareness tool. 1000%. Mm -hmm. I love that you talk about books. Yes. hundred percent. There is so many out there on people pleasing. Um, you know, there's so many out there on codependency, people pleasing. And if you read a book or you listen to a podcast, because again, there's lots of podcasts, there's, you know, on actual people pleasing this one. And you just take these little things of this is self-awareness. This mm -hmm. is what awareness is. It's someone bringing something to light that you're like, whoa, didn't realize that. Or, mm -hmm. you know, when people break it down in, in books too, when they break things down, you're like, oh my gosh. Okay. So mm -hmm. that really is people pleasing. That really yeah. is people pleasing and caring too much what others think. Mine was a big one. Another one that came, that's coming to me right now is the word should. Mm. And that filled with shame. And it's a shame, it's a shame filled word with you feel like you should do something. There was always this, this, and it really started to hit me because I used to say it all the time, like, oh, we should be going over there. Oh, we should be doing this. Oh, you know what? We really should. And you know what? We should, we should. And I'm so cognizant of when I say that word now because it's, it, it never, it, I shouldn't say never, it will rarely come. Cause I do believe that word is, you know, we should probably vacuum, you know, before the company comes, it's likely there's shit all over the floor. So I believe there is, there is a place and a time for it, mm -hmm. but I will say a good portion of the time it's coming from a place of, of doing something that you don't really want to do, or that it is filled with shame that, you know, yeah. if you don't, what are they going to think if you don't do it or you do do it, or, you know, so it, it, a lot of it's around family. We should go because it's Thanksgiving and everyone's going to be there, you know, and it's like, wow, maybe just so that you guys is a huge tool, awareness tool right there is just that one mm -hmm. word is when you hear yeah. yourself say that, I want you to just take a, just a breath and be like, okay, why am I saying that? Where is this coming from? Do you actually want to do what it is that you're going to do? And sometimes we do things we don't want to do. Yes. I'm not saying don't you know, I'm just saying really just become aware. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Absolutely. And then maybe a year, two years, five years down the road, you start making changes. Maybe mm -hmm. tomorrow. If you're somebody that's like, oh, wow. Didn't realize that cutting that out right away. Done. Great. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love so. oh, the should, the should. That's making me sit here and think about a lot of things. And I'm just going to spoil alert for our listeners as we are going to talk about all things people pleasing in relationships. And I think exactly what you just said is a lot of the time the word should is surrounded by family, right? Yeah. And yeah. in, yeah. in our relationship episode, there's going to be a lot of discussion about the roles people play in your life and the role you play in others and the title. And why does the title matter? Mm, um, I love that. That's in our, that's in our last it. episode. We're doing that in our, our, very in last, our, our last one. Okay. <laughs> While we wrap this one up, I want to just, yes. is there anything else for you, Nicole, that's coming up for helping people sit in that observation, that awareness? I think we've, we've talked a lot about diff different things of mm -hmm. keys maybe to look for in your own life. Um, <clears throat> one thing I'll touch on real fast before I hand it over to you and you can wrap it up for us um, is my, mine was also I will start off some of my speaking uh, engagements like this. When I, when I talk about my life, I'll say I'll be, I was a professional liar. Mm. And what I mean by that is I lied so much just to make sure everyone else was okay. And I would tell people what they wanted to hear. And I know since I've been diving into this, people will call people pleasing. There are certain coaches and experts in their field that will call people pleasing manipulative. And we don't realize we're being manipulative. And that was a huge awareness for me. 
was, mm-hmm. oh yeah, maybe I was. Cause I would literally lie and I would literally tell people what they wanted to hear and whether it was the truth or not, just so that they would be happy. But I was manipulating them because I was, I didn't want to be uncomfortable with whatever the outcome was going to be. Mm-hmm. So I was able to flip that and see that. And so one of the things that, that I found that was a, a really big mirror for me was when I would find myself literally lying, you know, just going, oh, yeah. wow, I just told a big fat lie there just so that I would make everyone comfortable. And yet yeah. here I am sitting in a pool of tears. So oh. that was another, that's another big one that I, that I came to understand about myself yeah that's a I I like I love how real you are let's just say that out loud because a lot of a lot of people maybe wouldn't admit that right Mm -hmm. but it is such a big part of the people pleasing journey Mm -hmm. and I think again like we're here to be authentic and real and raw and that's what we're doing and that's our our motive here but I just think that I never really looked at it like that but now Mm -hmm. that you said it like that I'm going Oh, damn, maybe she's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's not that I would do, and half the time I wouldn't even do it on purpose or I didn't mm-hmm. realize that's what it was. I was yeah. just trying to make them happy. I was just trying to make them, you know, and I think there were times if I'm honest, I'm like, no, I outright lied. I was raised by a professional liar as well. Yeah. So I learned how to do it really, really good, mm-hmm. um, you know, and really smooth. And so I also, you know, I'm, I'm very well aware of that, which was probably the, the biggest awareness factor for me. It was like, mm-hmm. okay, be careful what you say here because make sure it's the truth yeah always got to speak the truth because if you speak the truth the truth comes back yep exactly exactly well i've loved this episode and i'm just going to kind of end it with this which is that all of you that are listening you know the self-awareness observation phase can be a big one it can bring a lot of heartache but it can it's obviously going to benefit you in the end i always say temporary pain for long-term gain um being patient with any of these phases or anything that you hear um and also recognizing that self-awareness comes with being open um being aware that change is necessary and that change is okay and you got to love yourself throughout the whole journey no matter where you are and what you're doing um with that krista may i introduce our next episode? Yes, please do. Okay. So going from what is people pleasing to self-awareness to our third episode being self-forgiveness, the power of self-forgiveness, what it is, how it looks and why it's important. Mm -hmm. I love it. Okay. Thank you guys for being here so much. Really appreciate you taking the time. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please, please take a snapshot of it and share it onto your social media. Tag Mm -hmm. Nicole, tag myself so we can come and thank you and we can see that you've shared it and uh, really appreciate it. So, all right. Thank you. Until next time, guys.